With everyone locked down and isolated, Amazon's ability to get us virtually everything is more important than ever. But with warehouse workers getting sick and Amazon under a lot of scrutiny, the pressure is on. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us is our e-commerce reporter, Ben Fox Rubin. Ben, you've been covering this rapidly changing situation. What's the latest? So the latest is on Monday uh, in Staten Island, there are going to be about 100 or 200 warehouse workers with a bunch of their supporters that are going to be striking outside of their facility in Staten Island. In addition to that, on Friday, there were a lot of comments going back and forth between Amazon and uh, U.S. senators and U.S. Uh, representatives uh, who are really pressing the company to do more to protect their employees. And let's, let's back it up to Staten Island because uh, last week, really, uh, I think a day after you recorded your podcast with Joan talking about Amazon, uh, Amazon disclosed that it had its first uh, U.S. warehouse worker who had who was positive for COVID-19. Uh, what's the latest there? There have been a number of other incidences, right? Yeah, from my count, there are at least 14 different facilities that have now been impacted all over the United States. There is a facility in Kentucky that has been shut down until April 1st. In addition to that, there is a Queens facility that there are rumors that there are multiple cases that are in that specific facility. That was the first one that was mentioned. Uh, but Amazon isn't really confirming how many cases there are. They're just confirming that there are, in fact, cases uh, in any specific facility. Um, there's a lot of local news reports that people have been following to see what's been going on with this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of a scary situation, right? The, the idea that, you know, f- the folks who are handling the packages that come in your house uh, might be positive with for COVID-19. Like, what is the... What is the sort of the concern there, like uh, f- especially for consumers? So I am not a doctor. I don't have a medical background. So let's start with that. Um, so I would say look look to medical professionals for uh, that type of information. What I do know about this is is that at least preliminary research has stated that COVID uh, the coronavirus can live and exist on cardboard. Uh, packaging for up to 24 hours. What that means for consumers, it's really hard to say, um, but I obviously know a lot of people are trying to open packages outside of their homes and not actually bringing the cardboard inside their homes. What does that mean for the specific, uh, the stuff inside the packages? I mean, you know, you can sterilize them in addition to that, but that is really the big fear is is that not only uh, could um, workers be sickened inside the warehouses, but also consumers. Like this is a way in which um, more people could end up getting sick from the virus. And then going back to the the strikes, um, you know, the demonstration happening today in Staten Island, where's a lot of this complaint? Is it just, is it employee directed at Amazon in terms of concerns over how the company is dealing with safety for the workers? Or what's sort of the, the, the crux of these protests? Yes, absolutely. That's the crux of the protest. It's important to relate some context here about this is that the Staten Island facility has had protests in the past, well before this health crisis. Um, There are concerns about working conditions that have existed with Amazon for years that we've written about. So 
it's important to re remember that it's not that Amazon is the only employer that's dealing with a lot of these problems of trying to keep their services operating uh, uh, during the crisis. It's that Amazon especially is particularly fertile ground for these types of uh, worker protests because workers have been complaining for, for a long time that Amazon isn't stepping up, isn't doing as much. It's at this point that I should probably say Amazon argues that they're doing a whole lot to try to protect workers. They're increasing cleanings. They're trying to stagger uh, uh, start times. They're trying to really do a lot more with social distancing. Uh, so their claims and their arguments are, we are really trying to do as much as we can to protect the employees. But um, I've written about employees being very upset with what's going on. There are plenty of other reports out there about this as well. And you mentioned earlier, you know, lawmakers are pressing Amazon to do more to protect its workers. What exactly are lawmakers asking for? I think one of the biggest concerns is, is that paid time off isn't being offered. So Amazon for hourly employees is offering unpaid time off through April. So if you're worried about going into uh, your warehouse, you don't feel like working, you could stay home. Uh, but a lot of people are paycheck to paycheck and they can't afford to do that. And so they feel that Amazon is putting them in a difficult position where they have to decide between getting paid and uh, getting sick. And so paid time off could at least provide some sort of bridge potentially, but um, Amazon has been reluctant to do that so far. It's possible they are gonna move on that at, at some point, but uh, they still need to deliver packages to people. And that's what they've been really pushing for. That's probably their strongest argument is to say that we're helping vulnerable populations, we're helping the sick, we're helping the elderly try to get their packages, try to get their food. So we, we wanna, provide these services. That's what they're arguing. And um, but, you know, the workers are at least pushing for more paid time off to try to uh, help accommodate some of this stuff. I mean, it's fascinating that they're trying to put the frame the debate around, you know, public service versus the, the health of their employees. Though we should note, and I just had uh, Derek Herr on last week to talk about the gig economy workers and even companies like Uber and Lyft are now offering 14-day paid leave for their contract worker for these uh, gig economy workers who are not staff who are not uh, who are not even contract workers really right who so it's uh, it's interesting that Amazon isn't yet offering this benefit uh, even when companies like Uber and Lyft are to to its drivers yeah they are providing paid time off if you've tested positive or you had to be quarantined so that is an important distinction the thing is is that as we both know it's very hard to still get the test and um so even if you do feel sick if you haven't been confirmed and your supervisor says like i don't i don't know if you are or aren't sick then you you can't actually access that benefit um so it, it's important also i think to say that like these folks along with cashiers and a lot of other people are now all of a sudden in the front line of this whole situation and it's a problem that they haven't signed up for it's probably something that dara heard a lot from uh, gig economy workers so like but I didn't I, I just wanted to drive my car to deliver packages like I didn't expect to have to have to do this critical service so I get it in that regard that's a really tough situation to be in and so I can obviously understand why these folks are trying to be so vocal about their concerns right uh, and then last week uh, you know Amazon had set out some headlines well not Amazon but the the uh, 
page where they solicited donations, supposedly solicited donations for its contract workers. Uh, it made the rounds, right? The, the page had been up for a while, but it, it sort of it went into the public light. And he, you know, I saw even late night talk shows talking about it or joking about it. Um, but you, you sort of have a different perspective on it. You kind of cleared up the confusion around. It. Like, what was what was the exact situation? Yeah, there was a there was a page specifically. This is for the uh, Amazon Relief Fund. So that's uh, about twenty five million dollars that Amazon kicked in to try to help gig economy workers that it, it, it employs, and also independent delivery services that it works for, uh, or it works with. So there was a page that uh, had some stock language in it that said that um, this fund is supported by individual donations and Amazon. Um, it's it's an outside organization. Put that together. There's really not a lot beyond that. It's just people kind of ran with that language. But the truth of it is, is that Amazon has said repeatedly it doesn't want your money, but it is required to at least be open to outside donations due to the structure of the fund. Uh, so I'm going to debunk this one and say it's BS. But if you want to give to this fund, go ahead. Amazon has very directly <laughs> said um, it doesn't want your money. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not interested. Uh, so, uh, but that's kind of what happens in these types of situations is that things kind of, I don't know, snowball a little too much. So I was, I was happy to kind of get out there and clarify that no, Jeff Bezos isn't asking for donations to support people. That's our show for today. You can read all of Ben's stories on CNN.com. Tomorrow we'll be talking about Quibi with Joan Salzman. So if you have any questions about that or today's topics, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or leave us voicemail at 862-250-5713. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.